This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, we're back into it with the Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, and Michael Giles. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Uh, just as a punctuation point to this climate change debate and uh, the carbon tax that's uh, being imposed on Ontario to fight it, and of course Ontario's fighting the carbon tax, it seems that uh, one way of doing that is by uh, making it mandatory for gas stations at the pumps to have these stickers that show how much the gar- carbon tax uh, is a part of the overall price of the fuel. And uh, it turns out if you don't uh, actually do these things, as I say, it's mandatory, you could be fined up to $10,000 a day. And now the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, whose head Rocco Rossi is a friend of the Oakley Show and a regular panelist, he says... He wants the province to reverse the course on this plan because it's too onerous, uh, some of whose uh, members in the uh, chamber are gas station operators, and they think it violates their rights and freedoms, and the fines themselves are outsized, as I say, $10,000 a day potentially. Michael, how do you feel about it? Do you think this is a a campaign that... uh, can be justified or not? Well, I understand why the premier is doing it because you know he's obviously in the and in in, in same on the other side. There, he's in a, a battle here. It's like you know a war back and forward, and this is you know information is a big part of this. Having said that, uh, just generally speaking, I, I don't like this idea on a lot of reasons. You know, first of all, it, I, I don't think it's it's. I think it is actually over the top. It's a bit of a, a hammer to a, a you know a fly with regard to ten thousand dollars a day. The second thing is, you know, what happens in, you know, five years or 10 years if there's a change in government and the next thing, you know, that down comes that sticker and up goes another sticker and, or, you know, you have another campaign and the next thing, you know, pumps are covered in stickers. I just don't think that that's the platform necessarily to be, you know, forcing independent business owners or even, or, you know, larger oil companies to be putting stickers on the side of a, of, a, of a gas pump. I just don't think it's a good idea because I think it also opens the door in the future and then you start doing this all over the place and it just... I don't think it's advisable. All right. Well, Sherry DeNovo, you know, uh, the other reason given by Rocco Rossi that this should be uh, discontinued is because it imposes unnecessary red tape on business. And being pro-business as you are, would you be in agreement? Well, actually, I am in agreement, and I am also in agreement with the fact that the, the fine's onerous. And furthermore, I think this is a partisan act. This is clearly uh, on behalf of the conservative government and um, and helps them, you know, push their agenda. Uh, and I think if it was the Liberal government or the NDP government, they they would be, you know, rightfully up in arms about that too. Uh, and again, this is government overstepping its bounds, um, pushing something on business. Some and some some of them are small business owners in these instances. Uh, and and again, for partisan reasons. And I think that's always wrong. All right. You know, when you mentioned partisan, I've got to ask you as a partisan, you're a member of the NDP. Uh, certainly, that's uh, your record, too. The NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park all those years. Uh, the national leader, Jagmeet Singh, has just come out with a memoir. And it's interesting because it's called Love and Courage, but it documents a real personal tale of uh, trial and tribulation. I mean, uh, growing up with an alcoholic father and uh, he was sexually abused by a sports coach and uh, so on and so forth. Throw this around the horn because I'm kind of curious. You know, you see this around election time where memoirs come out and uh, whether or not they do anything to help a person's political fortunes or are they seen rather as a crass attempt to elicit sympathy and people may become cynical about all of that. How do you see this with Jagmeet Singh? Um, Well, cynicism aside, I think that when especially a man speaks about childhood sexual abuse, um, really... you, you can't fault the man for that. And in fact, I have endless sympathy because 
Um, it's so difficult for survivors to come forward and talk about this. It's that true, actually, but the timing is being questioned. Well, again, it would always be questioned for some reason. But, I mean, the, the reality is it, it, this this helps uh, get the news out there that, it, first of all, it's not only women, um, that this is something that happens to children, and, it, and hopefully it'll save a life or two. You know, hopefully children will come forward. Hopefully others will come forward. Hopefully it sheds a light on that situation. So it is a good thing. And, of course, um, alcoholism in the family, we all know. No, I mean this is a this is something that's happened to a lot of families, and I I think it, it is very brave, and it's not. I mean, he could have written a memoir that didn't talk about that. Um, he could have you know hidden that aspect. I don't think that's going to get him any votes. Um, I, I but I do think that it helps move the conversation forward, and um, that so, it, it's uh, an act you, of bravery. Here. All right, an act of bravery without yeah. any uh, type of. Uh, political gain to be necessarily garnered here. You, uh, you know, I looked at the polls, you know, this morning. I didn't see that the NDP was doing any better because of it. Uh, you know, no, but I mean, I, I mean, you know, well, I, I think... Well, the book's just yeah. come out, and the idea yeah. that, you know, it's an attempt to, I guess, humanize him and garner sympathy. Uh, I don't know what the motivation Listen, I, is. Listen, I worked with him for many years. I didn't know about this, and I don't think others at Queen's Park knew about it. Um, and, so his and intentions it, it, it are is, all, uh, as they seem on the surface, it's all about just getting a story out? Um, I... I you know, Helping whatever people. they are, I think the fact that he did get the story out is a good thing because this is going to help others who are suffering. And uh, and, and there's a lot of it out there that's okay. not okay. spoken about, particularly by men. Let me uh, move it around because, I mean, we've had Justin Trudeau come out with one. Barack Obama famous, famously came out with, uh, you know, his own uh, tome before he ran for office there. I mean, it seems like it's becoming uh, almost de rigueur that you got to have a book out uh, in an election year. I don't know. I don't want to cast aspersions on his reasons or his motives, but how do you perceive it, John? Well, I think, you know, first off, I, I do give him credit for, for coming out and, and talking about a very personal story of, of his life. I think that's an important for, for everybody, for those who are suffering that and, and are doing it in a very quiet way. And it gives them some some opportunity to be able to be emboldened by somebody who's, who's doing it publicly, who's a public figure. But but I think where the cynicism is, is the timing of it. There's no question that, that you know, having a story of that sort and, and being able to say, I'm going to decide to go public public on this. And, and he could have done it, you know, when he beca- first became leader of the NDP, he could have done it after the election, but doing it sort of leading into an election does make people, unfortunately, those who would otherwise maybe have read the book, maybe feel that they're not going to read the book because it becomes politicized in a sense of the timing of when it is. And it's because other leaders, like you just mentioned, John, Barack Obama, Justin Trudeau, and others who have written books um, you know, uh, Stephen Harper wrote a book, but he wrote a book when he was in power on hockey. You know, that kind of stuff, I think, is there's a difference in writing a book about your love and interest, and even if it's your personal story. But but I think that where the challenge is here for Jagmeet is not that f- the fact that he's written it, which I think everybody gives him credit for, but it's the fact that it's the timing of it which gives people some cynicism who may, may in fact, not want to read it because of that, I think. All right, and so uh, with Obama, Dreams of My Father, it sort of uh, opened up this whole avenue of people understanding where he came from and uh, what he's all about and so on. The idea is to humanize, so they're not just seen as sort of a political machine. But uh, is this going to work in the case of Jugmeat? No, I don't. I don't think it's going to move uh, move the dial at all. Really, I mean, I commend him for talking about something obviously that's very sensitive and very personal. Uh, you know, that's important. But I, I don't think uh, I, you know, I don't, and I frankly don't think 
and I, you know, either this or any others, maybe, you know, the size, you know, the scale of Obama or something like that. But who reads these, you know, these, these books? You know, I mean, I, I don't, you can climb on the subway. You're not going to see people sitting around reading Jagmeet's book. They may be reading Obama's book. You know, that's it. Just it's the scale there. Um, but I, I, you know, speaking to John's point, yeah, it just, I suppose the timing can create cynicism. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think people are making, voters make decisions based on uh, more issue type things, economics, their, you know, the, how the country's being run, concerns about leadership, that kind of thing. So it, it certainly will provide a perspective on, on the man himself, but I, I don't think it'll have any kind of political right. impact. So you're not going to vote for the guy whose book is in the remainder bin? No. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.